Uh, actually, what would have been a really great cold open is the audio of Kevin walking in being like, it smells like baby shit in here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to We're Podding This Together. I almost started singing out of habit. <laughs> the podcast where we guide you through whatever movie we feel like it because we're out of decoms. Thanks for listening. I'm Adoni. I'm Lori. And we have a special guest. Hello. Hello. Hi. In the year 1991, on the little island known as Singapore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, I'm um, one of the co-owners of uh, Fallout Theater and an old friend of Lori's and a new friend of Andoni's. And I'm happy to be here. Hell yeah. It's pretty presumptuous. I don't know if Andoni... I, I was literally talking to people earlier today that I am socially manipulative, not in a sociopathic way, but just because I want to be friends with everyone. That seems like oh. something a sociopath would say. <laughs> Disclaimer. Well, but would a sociopath admit it? I feel like it'd be like some weird reverse psychology thing. Like a quadruple reverse psychology. Yeah. Where are we? Am I, go- am I backing up down a one-way road? Like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. Today we're watching The Hunger Games. Hell yeah. The theme of this originally was kid murder. And that was kind of just dying. (laughs) dying, But like in a structural way, not like in a oopsie way. Um, But then it changed into like teens being screwed over by government or structural disorder. So we could watch holes also. It's kind of morphed to fit. Ah, got it. Depending on the order, in theory, you'll have already heard an episode about Battle Royale, which was... I'm sorry for that episode. It was difficult. Uh, I just realized we could have, like, I guess we really wanted to watch Holes, but I just thought that we could have watched Convergence, which is another teens getting murdered by a dystopian government. And Maze Runner. Yeah, we, I suggested Maze Runner. I don't know if that's on the list. Maze Runner was on the list. And then for some reason, I thought we had four movies already. And then I deleted it. And then everything was really chaotic. I recorded three episodes this week. And I didn't feel like adding Maze Runner back into the mix. So maybe we will record it. Maybe we won't. It'll be a fun gift. And then bump holes or something? No, not Aww. bump. We'll just... Because there's only three, not four for this month somehow. I don't think I like the phrase bump holes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what all the the Gen Zers are doing. They don't bump uglies anymore. They bump holes. They bump just, the holes. Yeah, it's just very like. No, you're you're just. <laughs> Gigi, no, get off my. This desk. is the what's it called? The noise, the noise YouTube. Onomatopoeia. Uh, no, ASMR. ASMR. It's just oh, bumping God. holes. ASMR. <laughs> oh, God, no. Why does it always come back to ASMR with us? Because we're just so like, soothing. We're just creepy ASMR. <laughs> Sad, cursed yeah. ASMR. Anyway, get recording. I gotta go, y'all. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyways, Hunger Games. Candace Everteen. Everteen? Hey, that's my job. I've been... Oh, Everteen. Like Everteen. Everteen. John Everyman. Caddis Everteen. <laughs> Katniss Everdeen voluntarily takes her younger sister's place in the Hunger Games, a televised competition in which two teenagers from each of the 12 districts of Pan Am are chosen at random to fight to the death. That's it. That was Nailed super it, yep. smooth. That was That's great narration. really accurate. Yeah. Have either of you seen this before? A few times, and I've also read the books a few times. Uh, 
I read the books and then I was nearly done with them and I was like, oh, they're making a movie? Tight. Because uh, I got to the books late. So I've seen I've seen the first one. This is probably my third viewing, I guess. I think I saw this in theaters. Uh, when I was working at a summer camp counselor, my friends and I decided we were going to do a book club and the book club was just to read all of the Hunger Games. And I really enjoyed it. That's kind of an ominous thing to do at a summer camp, I feel like. <laughs> well... <laughs> Because we had conveniently aged out of the Hunger Games age range. You're like, we're good. We're fine. We're great. It's fine. Don't worry about it. The stream that I found was real weird because like it was, so the movie is two hours and 22 minutes, but mine was two hours and 24 minutes. So somehow when the person uploaded it, like chunks from the movie got duplicated and then inserted randomly throughout. So like the conversation that she first has with Cinna about her outfit came up twice, but like it happened when it's supposed to. And then like it got interjected 20 minutes later into like some other conversation. God, if you were stoned, that would have been a really scary time. I thought it was a flashback that I didn't remember (laughs) from the, from the first time I saw this movie. So Uh, counter theory, the person that put up the stream, those were just their favorite scenes and they wanted to see them multiple times. (laughs) Big Lenny Kravitz fan. Good scenes. Good scenes. Lenny Kravitz is so dope in this movie. Basically 100% like himself. It's I had, like as soon as I found out he was cast as this role, I remember being like, "Yeah, no, that that's Senna. Like that that tracks. That's it." Truth. Yeah, I remember going to the second one in theaters, and I uh, I did the uh, the gold eyeliner. Ooh. Um, however, we didn't have any gold eyeliner. We couldn't oh, no. find any, so it was just no. gold sharpie. It's fine. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say gold sharpie. How did, <laughs> did that feel? Like emotionally and physically. <laughs> uh, physically, pretty bad. Emotionally, pretty killer. Gotta say. I feel like yeah, but also, does it actually show up on skin at all? Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was that kind that like. I mean, now that I think about it, it, really shouldn't be put on skin, but it's like it's got that kind of uh, shimmer effect to it. Yeah. Um, like the metallic. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that one has like extra alcohol in it because it writes <laughs> on everything. Yeah. But at least you didn't do a gold paint marker because those are extremely toxic. <laughs> so what was this movie about kids kids dying it's about love triangles confusing teenage love i mean was anybody they, it's a love triangle but was anybody ever rooting for gail dale no <laughs> gail even, i don't know gail even in the book i wasn't really rooting for him like he was chill and all but also like it was a very like incestuous relationship they had i feel like it was very yeah. brother sister. I just wanted to see Katniss pick up Peta, throw her on her back, and like give him a piggyback ride. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's like a they do the sci-fi like in a land where it's kind of the United States, maybe Colorado, but also not really, and maybe in the future, but also maybe our current pr- timeline, kids have to go die as tributes because there was like some rebellion. Yeah, and like in the book, they tell you there used to be thirteen districts yeah and the 13th like rose up and then the government squashed them like bugs yeah that'll show them that'll show them yeah <laughs> and it's all very manipulative like but to I like in a way that dystopia is yeah but in a way that's just like that would totally work yeah having a having games or a pageant as they called it where teenagers like go and kill each other and then there's a winner absolutely would work so shall we dive into this movie yes so there's the treaty kids go and fuck each other up i called it thirsty sports (laughs) (laughs) i was was hoping we would touch on that if we passed it by i was going to demand that we put it on the record yeah um (laughs) 
Sorry. I was really proud of that one. I was like, what can I say instead of thirsty games? Sports. And then I guess we get introduced to the game designer who- Seneca. Seneca. His goatee is ridiculous. Fun fact, that's not fake. That's just his hair. And they so, just shaved it like that? Yeah. So I guess in interviews, he's like, yeah, when I wasn't filming, I just have to run to Target for a baby formula with the Seneca beard. Wow. Wow. That's impressive that his his facial hair is like that. It's really good facial hair. Thick and like carpet-like. Yeah. Sure. So in comparison, Stanley Tucci's pompadour is amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> and dyed blue, which is dope. Mm-hmm. This um, character is like my, like the most hateable, but most favorite character i think absolutely i feel like that describes yeah everybody except for senna in the capital you're like i hate you but also like you look kind of dope yeah you do look pretty dope (laughs) yeah i don't remember stanley tucci's character's name he's like he's kind of likable because he's he's like helping the contestants in the way that he can which is like making them more personal and likable which gets them sponsors and stuff which well, and he's like just help like them live. the puppet i feel like it's one of those things like everybody in the capital is like really into the hunger games and obviously that's evil and wrong but also is it like a north korea situation like how long have they been in this just getting like brainwashed where mm-hmm. and they, they the, the information they receive from the districts is really limited it's only like them getting reaped and stuff and the reaping is like when they so like for they know they're like oh the districts love this yeah well actually we know this is the 75th Hunger Games, so at least 75 years yeah. they've been doing this. So long enough that the generation that started in it is probably dead. And we like <laughs> see it with Katniss more in the book than the movie, I think. But even she's kind of like pities the capital. Like she doesn't, she's like, you're bad, but like also just kind of stupid, but not your fault. Right. Living in arrogant decadence is like, yeah, you know, is, is a hell in and of itself. When reading the books, the the capital people are a lot more grotesque where they have like implants and like to look like animals and stuff. Yeah. I do wish that the fashion standards of the capital became more popular in our world. Capes. We need more capes. Well, and they yeah. had like these Baroque style jackets mm-hmm. which were sick. And everybody dyed their eyebrows when they dyed their hair. Yeah. And people dyed their hair. And like their everybody. Skin. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I would dye my skin. I would I would be okay with having a subtle shimmer. Like a permanent subtle shimmer? Yeah. <laughs> Just like a literal glow up. <laughs> Rihanna makes a product for that in Fen- with the Fenty Beauty. The lava. I've heard it's sticky, but they did reformulate it, so maybe. It makes running at knife very safe. <laughs> <laughs> You're just constantly So reflective. reflective. Uh, I was going to say, that's a good way to have a personal glow up. Just start wearing safety vests everywhere. <laughs> just all of the time. Yeah. yeah. I can send you one. I have so many at work. I mean, I feel like I wouldn't actually do that. <laughs> Maybe I don't want to glow up. Yeah, what what would you what would your capital look be like? Definitely the gold eyeliner. I, that's such the low. You can do that in real life, you know. No, no. I that's like that's the base. That's the okay. base level. Um I would probably do green hair um with like if there was a way to do viking braids with crazy volume, I would do that. I feel like you're just you could just live that, Do that in real life yeah like i don't think okay fine a green uh mozart hairstyle okay yeah i want to make all of my teeth jagged and pointy and get finger extensions jagged and pointy like the guy in sleepy hollow you, what do you just want to like be like a like a harpy like what? yeah <laughs> baba duck 
Babadook? I can't be. Babadook, yeah. 75th annual Hunger Games. <laughs> Me. Or you could look like, that's kind of a Baba Yaga look, honestly. And Donnie's just like, fancy hair and some eyeliner. <laughs> like, come yeah. on. I'm pretty and I want to stay pretty. Although. <laughs> Cannot sure. relate. Uh, although maybe like some crazy like wings or something would be cool. Okay. Fair. Oh, that would be seriously harpy vibes. Okay. I'm into that. Virgil, what about you? Yeah, I was thinking, uh, you know, kind of like a harpy vibe. <laughs> uh, uh, I... Okay, so three harpies. <laughs> hey, Isn't that name, a Yu-Gi-Oh right? card? <laughs> Can we change the podcast name to three harpies? Um... We just shriek into the microphone for 40 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this slaps. Uh, now, I think my, my capital look would probably be pretty close to Seneca, but I want to go like even more aggressively sharp uh, uh, Victorian. <laughs> oh, you're gonna say like, sharp teeth and i was on board i thought oh, yeah, you're just yeah, gonna yeah, say sharp features like get chin implants so you're just like a really aggressive <laughs> oh, i want the biggest butt chin <laughs> wow like quagmire <laughs> like, really long fingers butt chin and pointy teeth goodness this is horrifying i know okay so yeah that's that's the capital that's their look and then it's immediately we're in the dark timeline it kind of looks like that american gothic painting but with people who are like really crazy attractive and weirdly plump for how starving they are oh we're we talking about how everyone in district 12 is hot yeah basically. yeah that was weird wasn't true. it gail could not keep those gains with that little food no way well i mean if all they're doing is hunting animals in the forest that sounds like all he eats is protein but he would be like lean but not he's like he's ripped yeah he would look like yeah. wiry you know not like that guy was so stacked is- so yeah. is that guy from District 11, whichever one Rue is from. Yeah. Oh. I can't remember his name. He was absolutely stacked uh, as well. Thresher, right? Or yeah. Like that. Oh, that sounds right. Thrasher, like the clothing brand. So yeah, we see the impoverished area that they live in. And it starts with a girl screaming, and this is uh, Prim. And then Katniss starts, like, tries to put her to sleep in the middle of the day, which I don't <laughs> understand. Like, hey, I'm going to go hunting. I and mean, she's, she's young. They get naps. That girl is like eight. I feel like if you're that sad and depressed, you just like sleep to make everything end faster. Sure, yeah. If you're sleeping, oh. you don't need food. Yeah. So that works. I, I guess so. It's like when you're real, real sad and you just keep going to sleep and keep hoping that when you wake up, you'll be less sad and you're not. So you just go back to sleep. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. Some Ooh. of us are beautiful and want to stay beautiful. Some of us are sad and want to stop. <laughs> Being sad, not stop everything to be clear. I never said that I wasn't sad. You can be sad and beautiful. I can't be sad. I'm on Wellbutrin. <laughs> says on the bottle that I'm not sad anymore. <laughs> you are no longer sad. Side effects may include no longer being legally able to be sad. Oh my God, great. But instead of taking Wallabutrin or whatever, I already. Wallabies. <laughs> Is that even close? Wallabies. Instead oh. of taking two wallabies. <laughs> two wallabies before dinner, Katniss decides to take two birds, one arrow, and use that to kill birds and squirrels. Yeah, I wonder where she worked, got right? this fucking bow. Like that. Right. Nice. He made it. Yeah, but they don't say that in the movie. But like, it is very nice. We know in our hearts, though. I guess so. My inner uh, neck beard is speaking to me, and but like, I always saw that. Like, I, I didn't notice this the first time that I watched the movie, but now, like, when she pulls out the bow, it's like fully strung. You would never do that. Like, that's not good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, those arrows were immaculate. Yeah. She would Where be is she getting them these? constantly. Yeah. Why do they match? <laughs> they should be like whittled with little stone arrows on them. Yeah. Right, did yeah. they have like metal tips or something? Or 
I don't even know. Very polished. Yeah, definitely. Doesn't check out. So they're gorgeous and have weapons, question mark, that they get from <laughs> the Weapon Emporium, I suppose. I mean, I think right. if I've learned anything from reading young adult dystopian novels is that everyone's always attractive. Truth. Yeah, it's hunting. Katniss hunts. Uh, Gale. It's Gale, right? It's not Dale. Yes. Yeah. With a, with a G. Okay. With a G. Gale comes and he throws stones at birds so she can shoot them even though it's like really bad timing because it's the reaping all of the peacekeepers which are the cops are there to help them pick which kids are going to they're going to murder which that's not when you should be hunting Katniss that's pretty selfish i know like yeah. there's going to be like an increased police presence which is like yeah i'm going to sneak out through this fence that clearly says do not cross yeah off track yeah there's a lot of shaky cam it, and Odie. It, it like makes it made me dizzy it was mm-hmm. I remember when I saw this in the theater, I was like, this is difficult to watch. And the older I get, the less I can handle shaky cam. It was <laughs> right. reminding me of Twilight, the scenes where they're in the forest showing Ugh. like deers as the symbolism for Kirsten Stewart, what's Bella. The filming in the forest reminded me a lot of Twilight Forest. I um, guess, you know, this was before they could afford like Dolly Cam. Michael Bay. And, and, oh. <laughs> <and> Michael Bay. <laughs> 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 Hunger Games Twilight by, by Michael Bay. <laughs> Ooh, I would so be there for that. Um, oh, Katniss. At some point, they need to get the Mockingjay in here. In the books, it's given to her by the mayor's daughter, and it's a really sweet moment. And right. here, hey, we're too poor to like exist, but you want this little pretty bobble. Yeah, it was huh. very. Yeah, I don't remember the part about the mayor's daughter, but. It, it doesn't pay off in the books either. But yeah, in nah. here they're like, oh shit, we forgot to put the Mockingjay in there. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh, I, was, I, was just, I don't even remember like how it became a symbol because, I mean, like she, the Senate gave it to her for comfort like right before she went into the arena. Yeah. But after she won, I, it wasn't like, oh, and look at her Mockingjay pin. It was like... I think it was something like the government at some point did all this genetic mutation of animals and stuff so then you got like tracker jackers and mocking jays and mm-hmm. those mutant dogs and stuff i think i think the mocking jays they say in the book like they lost control of them or something and it comes in because for rue rue and katniss end up, end up using it as they're like hey do this tone so i can find you but we find out in rue's district they i think get apples or something from trees so they use it to send messages from the ground up so like they yeah. also kind of end up using them for the revolution to like pass messages. Uh, yeah. I read uh. all these books like not even a year ago. Oh, okay. Wow. Look at you. Damn. You were ready for this podcast. Ready. The mom has severe depression. Oh, yes. yeah. Because the dad died yeah. in like a mining yeah. accident. Which her feelings are valid, but I also feel like everybody there dies. Yeah. Yeah. We're all starving and sad and poor, but we're potting this together. <laughs> You got her. <laughs> Maybe you should give her what's the stuff? She's not legally allowed to be sad anymore. Wallabies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wallabies. Two wallabies. Call me in the morning. Yeah, so you had two wallabies to eat. I'm sure they would be a lot less sad. It's the reaping. Right. It's and, the reaping. And it should be Gale because you can exchange putting your name in the thing more times to get food. Right. And he has like 30 siblings. Yeah, and he's put his name in like, I think as many times as he can. Yeah. And then, but it's Peta and Prim get called and Prim is Katniss's sister. And this is the classic internet meme. I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> I want to say about this pin, like this pin isn't worth shit. 
because she gives it to to Prim in this movie as like to keep her safe. And of course she immediately gets fucking pinned. It's cursed. It's yeah. cursed. I would not take this fucking pin. And also Prim, she's it's the first year she can go to the reaping. So her name is in there zero times, basically. No, it's just once. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. every though. year, every year your name gets like one added to it. Yeah. Was it revealed that it was stacked or was it just totally random? It had to have been random because there's no way that the capital would care. Yeah. Except for in year two. Well, yeah, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. What if Katniss just died at the end of this movie? <laughs> Then there was no more, no more. No, hunger. I mean, and then like Hunger Games two is just more kids. Oh, ooh. they could have had like an ongoing universe where yeah. they're like, it's not all about Katniss. There's no hope for a revolution. It's just Hunger Games. Damn. Well, they're apparently making a prequel. Excuse me. What? Yeah. And it's oh, about... do we get to see little baby Hamish? Uh, I think <laughs> I think it's about young President Snow. Less interesting, oh. but still okay. Is yeah. it just Kiefer Sutherland? <laughs> it's just like forty. <laughs> 40-year-old yeah. instead of 80? I guess so. I mean, hey, they did that with uh, Catherine the Great, right? <laughs> I know what you're referencing, yeah. Sure. HBO series. I was thinking Bruce Willis and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, that nose was so off-putting. Or, or Will Smith and Will Smith. <laughs> right. Well, the point is, like, like, Helen Mirren is playing Catherine the Great. And uh-huh. it's like, you know, she's playing it, obviously, during the whole series. But the series covers her life from, like, age, like, you know, 30 till her death. So oh, they, they, they did everything they could to make Helen Mirren look super young. <laughs> young and dewy. Anyway, yeah. they're on a train. <laughs> yeah. It's a very opulent train. And we see Hamish. He's a little drinky drunk. I love Woody Harrelson. Same. He's a weirdo vegan. He's best friends with Willie Nelson. I He's great. I like him a lot. He's a weirdo vegan? I had no idea about that. Yeah. In Zombieland, they had to make special Twinkies for his character who was obsessed with Twinkies to eat. Twinkies not vegan? There's cream could, filling. I could totally see the cream being so processed yeah. that they don't even need actual dairy. I mean, maybe, but they are, and he, he is. Yeah. They are also, not. sponge is not vegan either, so. It's a living organism. In the no, ocean. sponge cake, you ding-dong. I'm sure those aren't vegan either. They're not. But yeah, Woody Harrelson, I am so on board with him being in here. For sure. Second best casting. He's very much okay. like in like the Nick Offerman realm of like guys who just like exude masculinity, but buck all like masculine norms. <laughs> Nick Offerman, be still my heart. I, I won't say the same thing about Woody Harrelson. Like I'm not attracted to him. I want to make that clear. I'm just like, sure. I mm-hmm. would like to surf or I'd like to watch him surf. I don't want to surf. I don't think he surfs. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he probably surfs. Honestly, nothing. I, could, like I wouldn't would. put anything past Woody Harrelson. He kayaks. Uh, that's kind of like surfing. Anyway, so he's telling people, he's telling them they need to you know, exude a better personality, get people to like them because part of the games is that rich people or your district can like get together money and send you supplies as your sponsor. But Katniss is very not likable. No. Plot points. She should just just smile more, really. I was originally I had she's not very likable and I don't get why everyone has a crush on her. But like then I was like, is this coming off as super sexist? Like she like she isn't required to reciprocate anyone's kindness i feel like uh i don't think it is necessarily because they do make a big point of mentioning like you should be more like Peta. he's really sweet and nice like the fact that they do draw attention to that as like you should be more like him be more because like Peta, i guess is more stereotypically feminine than katniss mm-hmm. right he's a baker's boy um, exactly 
So the fact that I feel like that kind of saves it from being like, oh, as a girl, you just need to be nice. They're like, no, everybody needs to be nice. You need to play their game. That's true. Yeah, it is also like a life and death situation. Like you need to trick people into liking you in order to to get what you need. I was gonna, it's uh, like the, the way that it's so personality based, it like, you know, makes it very much like reality TV. Yeah. And like you yeah. have to sell a good character rather than just rely on your own like actual talent. Like like these reality cooking shows, like they cast for roles and like whoever's playing that archetype isn't necessarily the clumsy nerdy person. They just sold that the best in the audition. Honestly, like a lot of the reason why Katniss survived is through sheer chance. Yeah. Like uh, I think in the book, like this was Sinna's first year as the costumer for their district. Like, so his idea like really wowed the crowd uh, she was super lucky that Peta got picked. Yeah. I, and like other times she just got like, it was all a lot of chance and like chance that she got other people on her team to help her. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Hamish, who she probably was like annoyed with and hated the whole time, like was good because he kind of understood her. So yeah, he's super dope and he sets them on fire. And then they have their interview, like introduction. Oh no, that's not right. That's later on. They have training. Training time. Training time. Which is crazy that they only have four days of training. I mean, not really. The Capitol just wants them all to die. So they're yeah. lucky they get this much. 23 of them are going to die. <laughs> so yeah. If they wanted like a better show, they could give them more training. That's so. what the, the game maker wants. But President Snow is just like, I mean, we could just shoot them all in the streets, but this is more entertaining. Yeah. And like, it, like there's a whole sort of like culture built around it in like the, the first like three districts, like the gold district and the quarry or whatever like the people like train to try and get into the into the games but like so they get like you know year round to train yeah they're like they're in a school for it and then they all they only have volunteers like nobody ever gets their name picked in districts one and two imagine enrolling in teenage murder school and then but like how do you decide who's going to be the one that volunteers what if you go you know there's only if you're in high school for four years you only get four chances and there's probably going to be more than four students there's a good chance you would just never go you think they do a a pre-hunger games hunger games oh like a little like regional qualifiers yeah, it's like whoever survives this death match gets to go to the good death match. So there's only <laughs> one child of each age and gender. That's in that all town? that's left. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, they keep two. They keep two just to be safe. They have like the safety. The backup, yeah. Uh, so yeah, they train all kinds of stuff, and like Peta's looking like not great, and he's good at disguising himself as Groot, which seems useful. <laughs> yeah, and also he's very strong, so he throws things real good. <laughs> he's real good at throwing sacks of flour. Yeah, but like it's very sad because the revelation comes up that like he went with the idea in his head that he's going to be the one that dies and Katniss is going to be the one that lives. And like, yeah, it's very depressing. And like, even his mom said that to him before he left. So, but they do like an interview thing, like an introduction to it'd be the equivalent of on actual reality shows where it's like green screen there in front of the Capitol. Like, hi, I'm Becky and I'm an intern in Washington, D.C. I've come on Big Brother to have a showman's. It's kind of, a, kind of like a like a hyped up Jay Leno sort of situation. Yeah, they paint paint them as the star-crossed lovers. Because Peter confesses his love of her, which like it's difficult to say if that's how he actually feels or if he's just doing it for the show. But it's definitely how he feels. Yeah. yeah. But Katniss doesn't know that. She just assumes that like it's a thing. And she doesn't like the feelings. She really no. doesn't. Relatable. She gets very yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Uh, anyway, it's time to get hungry, boys. You really wanted to say that, didn't you? 
I did. Uh, also, so this part of the movie, like writing the notes kind of just became like a fever mess. Like A lot and also nothing happens for like an hour. Yes. Yeah, it definitely is like a lot of a bunch of people feeling sorry for themselves. I mean, yeah. they, it's allowed though, at least. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's in a dystopian future and 23 of them are going to die. Boo-hoo. Can you just give us like a real quick rundown? Uh, starting from the, from where? Number, just number all 16. of the Hunger Games. Oh, right. Uh, Every bit of it. 24 enter. Two, 23 will fall. Only one will rise. Murder, murder. There were fireballs. <laughs> A tree fell. Who can control that stuff? Apparently the future. At some point, Katniss gets chased up a tree like the Katniss that she is and surrounded <laughs> by a horde of murderous people who apparently uh, allied themselves with PETA. Yeah, that was very Mickey. confusing in the movie. He's just so damn charming. No one wanted to kill him. Oh, the tracker jackers. I forgot about <laughs> What a stupid idea. Yeah. Uh, we kind of skipped over the fact that she meets Rue, right? Because oh. are pretty. That's like the only emotional part of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she moves. She kind of meets Rue in the training, but then she like actually meets her during the games. That's right. Yeah. She's like kind of hiding off to the side of the training, looking like someone who's gonna die very early. <laughs> yeah. And she actually gets like a decent score when they do the evaluations. Like I think she's Rue scores higher than Peta. She's she's good at shimmying. Yeah. She's like good at like hiding and stuff. And she's also like adorable. So I guess you know she's got like that underdog. Uh, appeal you know if you're if you're a betting person do you take the long shot you know (laughs) (sighs) i don't think i would no little girl is gonna get murdered real quick yeah she lasts a long time it's because she's so good at hiding but if it came down to like at the end and you know it wasn't until she started helping katniss (laughs) who has the cursed mockingjay pin oh it all comes around to the damn pin she could have won this whole thing man the bees make you have like basically psychosis immediately like dementia and hallucinations simultaneously yes no thank you and she was sleeping under that all night and like it was not a problem yeah i don't know yeah. like, th- this whole scene i think is probably the scene in the movie where i'm just like okay this is ridiculous like one they were there two they exist because of genetic modifications like wh- what purpose do these things serve it was like were they modified for the hunger games were they weapons where they were just trying to make like a super honeybee and accidentally added wasp dna and yes all of that (laughs) yeah but and then so no one's getting stung at any point sleeping under this you know while she's climbing in the tree and they're all yelling and throwing shit and then rue's like hey katniss what if you sawed off that branch i can't believe like she just didn't get swarmed while she was sawing the branch like we you see her get stung a few times but i figure someone's shaking the the hive i but i feel like as far as like i would rather just die than like deal with those things sure they are so scary the thought of like dementia or something is just terrifying to me like hallucinating yeah no thank you hallucinating in general like that's why i've discussed this with my friends i'm afraid of most drugs because like i don't like the like losing control of my except brain the or white my body. claw except for white <laughs> claw but drinking is different because it's a slow gradual loss of control yeah whereas with drugs like it is immediate and that freaks me out anyways uh so she manages to kill one of the people who are surrounding her and she gets her bow finally i think yeah, they've been there for like three or four days dun, 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 dun. um she really should have diversified her weapon portfolio before entering the Hunger Games. I mean, there really wasn't, there was only four days. Okay. But a bow's pretty good. 
Like that's something that you could make in nature. I'm pro ranged weapons. I don't want to get in there. Oh yeah, I'm absolutely <laughs> pro ranged weapons. But if I had to do make a choice, I'd probably use like a staff or spear. Mm, truth. More of an axe person. Big fan of oh, axes. Oh gosh. I had to go into those axe throwing things. I did not get it to stick a single dang time. Oh. But you're so fortified. <laughs> I I don't and the, even the like instructor was clearly like just sad for me where he was like trying to give me tips at first and he was kind of just like it's your turn. <laughs> I'd like to not do murders. I would probably honestly just die immediately so I wouldn't have to make bad ethical choices. Well, you could do passive murdering. No, I I could. Like I don't know. Setting I, traps. I feel like I just wait for the fire to come. <laughs> I would wait for the fire to come and then lead it to everybody else. Like, oh no. I'm being chased into the other pack. <laughs> Little did you know. <laughs> Whoops. Um, but Rue, she meets Rue saves her life. Yeah. yeah. How? How so? But well, she was hallucinating, and Rue like packed leaves on her to like take down the swelling of her tracker tracker stings. And she stuff. knew her stuff. She did. Actually, Rue had a very good chance of surviving without Katniss and her cursed pen. Yeah, she just can't <laughs> murder at all. Real bad at murdering, yeah. Yeah. But so Rue <laughs> is kind class. of Yeah. Oh oh fuck, that's true. I wouldn't survive. I always play a healer. Anyways, so Rue is just like her sister Prim. Like they're the same age and like same demeanor and stuff. So of course Katniss immediately like takes a liking to her. So they try and make a plan to destroy all the supplies that the the what the fuck is the word? The, the alliance has, has yeah, yeah, that the alliance has created. This reminds me of the time I played laser tag and while in the maze, I found a little girl. She's maybe like five and she kept shooting me. And so I was like, is that you shooting me? And she was like, yeah. And I'm like, you're really good. And then we teamed up and she got first place and I got second place. Oh my God. You're so sneaky. I still didn't win, but I'm like, this is better than I would have done without this child who is very good at this game. At the end, you should have executed her. Yeah. Taken first place. I might've tried to, she was very tiny and very fast. I see. Very nice. (laughs) You tried to betray her. You were just... I tried to betray the child and failed. (laughs) You deserved second place. (laughs) I did. (laughs) She was amazing. Yeah. So they're they're blowing up the supplies. What was the logic? So so they couldn't have like a protracted war, I I guess, against them, right? There's like a limited time frame, right? It's like Battle Royale where there's like, you got a week. I think it was like three weeks. It's kind of a long time because Candace has been passed out for like three days. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because in the book, too, there's like a part where Peta's sick for a really long time and he's like in a cave. Right. They're hiding in the cave doing the, the right. kissy kissy. And they're doing the drone cam. to get bread. Oh, yeah. They get dread, uh, bread from District 4. The yeah. one with the water boy from the second movie. Adam Sandler, oh, the water boy. Water boy. <laughs> the water boy from the second movie. I don't. The guy who gets the trident. Aquaman. Oh, him. Aquaman yeah. was the clue that did it for you. No, no, the Trident is yeah. what did it for me. Dave and Franco. Also, uh, <laughs> Wait, is that him? No, I did. No, he just has okay. that look. He does. I think his and name then is Finna or something similar. <laughs> Finna. That's Finna. 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 Dinna. Finna. Finna. Yeah. Jenna. Jenna. The one that gets cannibalized in the third movie. Oh no. <laughs> oh, I don't remember that at all. It didn't happen. Oh. <laughs> you could have. You really could have fooled me. I did fool you, but. Yeah. Guess Anyways, what? Who dies? Yeah, very uh, tragically. Right. Like, I definitely remember kind of crying a little bit in the theater, even yeah, though I yeah. knew it was going to happen. She got to have a new little sister for like two days. 
or four Katniss, days. Katniss, this is why we can't have nice people. Also, she totally could have lived. Like that spear didn't go very deep, and it was. She like, has tiny organs. She's tiny. She should, have, and and it also hit her in the, like the diaphragm area. Her sternum should have stopped it. I'm just saying, her sternum's a bit of a wimp. She <laughs> has an uh, a calcium deficiency from the malnutrition. True. Fair. So Katniss buries her very nicely, and then it's revolution time. She does in- the like the dun, thing with dun, our dun, fingers. Dun, 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 yeah. And then do 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 do. Yeah. So it's yeah. revolution time in District Eleven. I really thought that moment was was very cool. Like you know, I, I've got mixed feelings about using a, a character in a weak position's death to like, I don't know, be the seed of revolution or whatever, right? But I, whatever. Uh, but that scene. Just that scene where they where they all hold up the the salute thing, and then that guy just goes up and fucking slugs that cop. <laughs> oh, so good! That was Absolutely. so good. I was like, yes, yes. But, <laughs> like, what would they have done if Rue had died in any other way? Yeah, just hung out, I guess. I mean, one of them would have had. What if it was like the final two, and then Katniss just like stabs her in the face? I feel like Katniss probably would have sacrificed herself to Rue. In any case, there's like a lot of stuff happening or like a lot of nothing happening and then like they make an announcement that there's a rule change that now two winners there can be two winners if they're from the same district which i think at this point in the movie there's it's only possible for katniss and Peta, and then the kids from district one so yeah and in the movie it's weird like i feel like this is kind of like the harry potter movies where it's enjoyable if you haven't read the book but like it doesn't make as much sense as it should maybe because in the book we get a lot of exposition of Peta and katniss like forming a romantic relationship and the fact that they keep getting money and gifts from people is like that the audience likes it. So then the capital is incentivized to like preserve that damage control. Um, So she has to go find PETA. He's a rock. He's also been injured at some point. And she like takes me to the cave where they do the kissing and they get supplies and stuff. It's not important how the girl from district one dies, but eventually PETA's he's fixed because she gets medicine for him. So they're like going to scavenge and he picks poisonous berries like the girl that they call Foxface dies because she had been like following him and ate the berries that he picked. He feels real bad about it. He does. But it's important to talk about the berries now because they come into play later. Like immediately later. Yeah. Uh, so the game, what's his name? Game Master releases these mutant dogs, which in the book, aren't they mutations Terrifying. of the kids? Yeah. So like she has to kill Katniss. Ha- they're, and they're like jumping up at him more and stuff. And she ends up basically having to kill this like dog that looks just like Rue. Right. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember being confused. Like, are they actually the kids or did they just mutate these dogs? Yeah. Katniss in her head was saying like, oh, they, they made the tracker jackers. They made the mockingjays. Like they've made these, like there's a lot more mutated creatures in this world than like we yeah. are introduced to. They yeah made them purposefully fucked up because <laughs> trauma sells maybe. Also, it's like a mind fuck really can uh, take shit out. But they kill the last other contestant and they think they won. But game people are like, no, just kidding. That's not true anymore. Back to one winner. And the mutant dogs kill um, Thresher, right? Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they do. I feel like there was a really convenient way for them to not have to confront each other again. Yeah. Like, oh, no, he died. Well, because you know Thresher would kick their ass. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That dude should have won it all. There's a lot of points in this where in the book and the movie both are enjoyable, but it's also kind of like, oh, yeah, this is young adult. We need to accept it, what it is. Yeah, right, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like what you said earlier, Virgil, like the thing of using the like tiny beaten up character for plot development sake. It's kind of like, well, that's kind of what young adult yeah. does, I guess. That's, that's the thing. 
Got it. Boom, the trope. <laughs> so it's like back down to one contestant, and then Katniss is like, oh, well, fuck them. Let's just eat these poisonous berries. She knows. She knows. And then the, the people are like, hey, just kidding again. Double just kidding. Win. Yeah, double just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Psych. Oh, what great TV this made. <laughs> then after they do it enough times, like it loses value like at least shock value like in yeah. rupaul's drag race there's always now there's always at least one Somebody's double save back. oh or that yeah there's always a double save every season and now the someone coming back is like built in to the yeah, challenges it's like a whole thing like oh who's it gonna be shangela <laughs> <sighs> she's had enough chances <laughs> like katniss and Peter win but the government is very mad president snow is stone cold <laughs> <laughs> What a terrible joke. Um, But he like makes the game dude eat the same poison berries. Seneca. It's pretty dope. That's a good way to kill somebody. That's very mafiosa. Super poetic. Yeah. I was like, nice. (laughs) Because they don't, none of the deaths really happen on screen of the children or of the adult that dies. Because yeah, he gets led to like, hey guys, what's up? Are we having the post hunger games party? And they're like, yeah, you just go in there alone. There's some food. And there's just a bowl of berries. I forget. Why, why did, he make him eat the poison berries because he was just uh, upset about it or because they were the ones where basically president snow was like we got to let one of them win and seneca was like no it's great tv people love an underdog blah 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 so he kind of like changed the rules and stuff for tv's sake and kind of fucked the capital i see yeah what if it like you know because he sort of like hints at it you know like oh look a big bowl of berries you know what you got to do now what if he was just like i yeah go home i could all right um, so they go back home to District 12. Hooray! And they're rich and famous. Woo! It's, it's so nice. And, uh, certainly there will be no post-traumatic stress disorder from this whole harrowing event. And there will wink, absolutely be wink, no consequences wink. for their actions. Oh, yeah, because they have no idea what happened all the way up until they get home, basically, right? They don't even know that Seneca died, I don't think. Until... They don't, yeah, they don't know that Seneca died. They, well, they don't know that the, the District Three, seven, no, 11. 11? Yeah, because they're trying to keep it were... under wrap as much as possible. Yeah, they don't know that they revolted and everything, so. So, Fiend. Fiend, El Fiend. Okay. Final thoughts. Fine, nice talking to you, Virgil. <laughs> okay, bye. That's, we have a couple more things to do. I know. <laughs> okay, I was making sure. User was... has left your channel. Would you watch this again, and would you recommend somebody else to watch it? I mean, yes and yes. Like, as weird and flawed and strange as it is, I mean, it is fairly enjoyable. I suppose if you watch it on 2x speed, it's even better. Uh, only complaints that it's like a little cheesy at times and a little long, but I'm a big fan of kind of seeing uh, artistic or creative takes on what a dystopian environment looks like. Cause it always seems to be like, you know, the super duper poor in like segments of stuff like under police States and things and the capital or the central government or whatever is always a very like decadent thing which is strange because like in reality dystopians just kind of look like Mad Max. <laughs> well, I was going to say more like just like North Korea or okay, yeah. you know, like some States in, in the middle East. I mean, you know, people say that America in a, in a way is, is in a dystopian, like not a truly like horrific sci-fi dystopia, obviously, but you know, we live in like a media controlled close to police state. It's uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I recommend these, things as a matter of course not necessarily the hunger Games specifically but like the genre it was a good movie and it was a good book but i think i've gotten all the enjoyment out of it 
that I would. It could benefit from having a higher, uh, a more stringent rating. Like if it was R, like maybe the action would be a bit different. Again, it is young adult, so. So if the tributes were like college age instead of like no, you could like if you went if you went balls to the wall with this dystopian thing. Sure, I am tempted now to watch the other ones, but I think I'd be okay with that with not watching this one again. Eh, but I would tell someone to watch it. Like it's not a bad movie. Yeah, I think if I ever wanted to watch it again, I think I'm done with the movie. I would read the book again, though. I reread books a lot, and I probably will read this one like every other year, maybe. Especially mm. since they are young adult, they're like really quick reads. Yeah. Oh I, yeah. It was interesting because we did watch Battle Royale, and I feel like Hunger Games gets knocked on a bunch for ripping off Battle Royale. I don't think that's, that's accurate. Unfair. Yeah, um, it's completely. I just like literally watched it on Sunday. I think that's like, kind of saying like, oh, Harry Potter has wizardry, and here are all the previous movies. That it's just like a, a theme, like it's a yeah. subject. They're not the same movie, even a little bit. Sure. Why in Battle Royale? Why do they choose to start having the Battle Royale? Um, similar. It's like school performance is bad, and the world's dystopian. Even though, like, you see the world, and it's not actually dystopian. So, I mean, like, it's similar. <laughs> like, the structure of it's similar, but the reality of it, like, why, how it happens, the feeling of it, the everything is just. You can't say that because like kids get systematically murdered. They're ripping off each other. Right. Huh. So. Um, yeah, so now we're going to do a thing called Two Truths and a Goof. I'm going to read off three facts. One of them is fake, two are not fake, and you have to guess which one is the fake. Composer Danny Elfman was originally signed on but had to leave due to a scheduling conflict. Elizabeth Banks' character's name Effie is never spoken in the movie. Or Jennifer Lawrence and Josh Hutcherson were both born in South Carolina. What's that last one? Jennifer Lawrence and Josh Hutcherson Hutcherson. were both born in South Carolina. I think that Um, one's true. I think, oh. I think it's the, I think it's the first one. First one's the goof. I think the last one's the goof. Final answers? Yeah. The last one one. is the goof. Hell yeah. (laughs) They're both born in Kentucky. Uh, Oh. Tricky. Uh Uh-huh. Sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> I think I think I had memories of that because I was like looking up all the actors when I was watching the movie. Anyway, Virgil, is there anything that you would like to promote to our massive, massive, famous audience? Or lessons oh. that you learned? Oh, yeah, lessons. What did this movie teach you? Yeah, what did, what did I learn today? Uh, I learned don't trust the main character because <laughs> uh, they're going to get you killed. Especially if oh. they have a weird brooch. Yeah, totems, totems are cursed. And uh, stay stay far away from them. Oh, and now nah, I lost it. Fuck the police. <laughs> yeah, I'll, that that's a Fuck good one. That, that's, a really, that's a good one. To end on. uh, I'll take that as my lesson. Okay, good. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Don't give your kids really obvious names, like after a plant or a type of bread, i.e., pita bread. Oh shit! Why have I never understood that? Really? Is that really obvious to everybody? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was a that was a okay. big thing. Okay, cool, cool, Pita, cool. Bread. He's the baker. Golly. Okay. And I think like Katniss is described in the books as like with like like with like feline adjectives, you know, very like cat-like or yeah, it's very yeah. like oh, get her name, okay. Um, and then like is rue a type of? It means street in French, but I don't know if that's what they were going for. <laughs> I don't think so. Also, isn't it R-O-U in French? Or is it R-U-E? Okay. I learned to question authority, but also if you're going to stand up for them, like 
Katniss got credit for being this revolutionary, but she never, she was just like looking out for number one. Like she wasn't trying to do anything. So I guess be aware of your actions, repercussions, because at the end, Haymitch is like, yo, they're very mad at you and stuff is going very bad. Like you kind of started a whole thing. And Katniss was like, what? And she was just kind of oblivious to like the, what could happen due to her actions when she had this like position of power. So tweet carefully if you're famous. Tweet, (laughs) like tweet carefully. Yeah, tweet carefully. <laughs> tweet carefully. Tweet, tweet carefully. Um, I learned that I should pick up some survival and weapon skills. <laughs> you're too old for the Hunger Games. You're fine. You can already field dress a deer. Well, I'm never in practice, only in theory. I mean, the real Hunger Games are coming. I have confidence. I do my... the Cinna version of field dressing. It would just be like, and we're going to put a nice shawl on you. And, <laughs> and some gold eyeliner some gold on that eyeliner. deer. Oh, that'd be so cute, though. They have such pretty eyes. Yeah. Have you ever seen a deer's eyelashes? They are yes. fabulous. Gorgeous. I know. You know, if, if the dystopia comes, I'm going to position myself as soon as possible to be the announcer type person. Because that person <laughs> gets to ride the gravy train until society falls again. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Virgil, is there anything you want to plug to our very wide and extensive fan base? Yeah, to to all the uh, millions of, of loyal fans of Podding This Together, um, if you if you like comedy or me, I guess you can go to falloutcomedy.com and you know check out the schedule of our shows. We're we're located in downtown Austin, Texas. Make a night of it. Got a great roster of performers. We teach classes and and all that. Yeah, I would like to promote all of comedy, just as all a comedy as an art <laughs> and as a practice. And I would like to promote myself at work with a five percent raise. Ooh, I think that's it. Uh, Lori, do you want to take us out? If you're hungry for contact, where <laughs> can you contact us, Antoni? Uh, you can certainly find us on Facebook and on Instagram at Podden Together and on Twitter at Podden This Together. Shoot us an email, not an arrow, at Podden This Together at gmail.com. Okay. Nailed it. it. It takes a little while to get to the good puns, but we always get there. Oh, yeah, got them. Okay, goodbye. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye forever, Lori. Good, goodbye. Zoom is just the equivalent of like when you say goodbye to somebody outside of the restaurant and then you realize you're parked next to each other. <laughs> we oh. we use Zoom at my job and uh, my manager like would make it a point to try and end in the middle of a sentence. That's, yeah, Zoom there's a lot of recordings. Always, yeah. <laughs> uh, Lori, that's an excellent ending.